This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, did growing up in a white town turn you into a pod person? What to expect from white people when they're not being whack and respecting varied approaches to injustice? It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. My mic sounds nice. Check one. You're supposed to say it. I don't want say to. Check two. Oh my gosh. What's up? I'm not feeling very Destiny Childs today. I'm feeling kind of Beyonce. What? That just was... just want to be alone. <laughs> want to do it by myself. <laughs> did not get that. All right. As we try and do this two person podcast, welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two, two womanist race nerds, nerds talking shit over, over tea. tea. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is Tea with, with Queen, Queen and Jay. Ow, Today, my pronouns are she, her, and Beyonce. All right. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Um, my pronouns are she, her, and Storm every damn day. Ow. Ow. Um, I like that. I like that. Yeah. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. I just got back from Blurred Con, which was like really really epic it was Dope. a good time it was um in dc well, it was in arlington virginia but which is right there it was in dc um should i tell them about our hashtag before we get into it then? oh sorry i, so <laughs> I just want to be back at blurred con yo. that's it um if you like to follow this conversation we have a hashtag that we love all of our listeners to use hashtag d with qj you can use it on facebook twitter instagram um we use that to stalk our listeners and see what they're saying about that's us that's right um, and then you can find other tea with Queen and Jay listeners mm-hmm. and like have a party and yep. then invite us and then we might come. It's a big communal thing, yo. <laughs> we love that shit. We love communal shit. Yes. Totally. Um, so back to Blurred Con. Back to Blurred Con. It was fucking lit, yo. It was great. There were people there for people who have like listened to our podcast before. You know that both Queen and myself grew up around a lot of black folks. So there was no like lacking of that in our yeah. lives. So that's like our like perspective, our point of privilege. Um, but there were black folks there who like I was in panels and they were there like I've never been in a room this is what they were saying I've never been in a room with this many black folks that like the shit that I like uh-huh. you know what I'm saying yeah. like it's just something powerful about sharing spaces where you have that like blackness in common with people and mm-hmm. it's so important because we deal with so many issues that are specific to our experience walking around this world black and brown Yeah. Um, that it was nice to like be in a safe space like there are people who said they never one girl talked about traveling and just how she never realized how oppressed she felt every day mm-hmm. until she traveled outside of the country where she didn't feel that burden yeah. of the oppression of being a black person walking around as a black woman um and so just creating places where we can walk in and feel safe you're not wondering who's racist or who's looking at you because your cosplay costume is not what they think it should be or they think you're too black to be whatever character whatever like all of that being removed and just being able to go in and have a good fucking time you know so that shit was lit i had a good time i like when you're with your nerdy friends doing me too stuff and y'all and pictures posing this was like so fun it was so fun we were really like dressed in cosplay posing having a good time doing characters and shit like that but also like i spent a good deal of that time in panels where people are fucking deconstructing white patriarchal capitalist like supremacy you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. like it's like movement building and shit so it was good that's good it was good did um tariq nasheed call 
Tariq Nasheed was not there oh, in his ashy cosplay. Oh, man. He didn't come he, through. He, he does Stacey Adams cosplay. He does. Yeah. He does. Uh, his clown. That's yeah, his look. Clown. That's his look. And his yeah. clown suit. 90s pimp clown. Absolutely. If you would like to contribute to the growth of this podcast, you can hit us with a donation, yo. We word, love that. Word. Give your money to black people. 2017. You can hit us on our PayPal at paypal.me slash T with QJ. Um, and you can give us any amount there. We'll take it big or small we love it we appreciate you you can donate once donate as many times as you like whatever you want or you can hit us on our patreon and we're asking all of our listeners to donate two dollars a month if two dollars if everyone who listens to this podcast gives us two dollars a month that's 24 dollars a year we will be fucking set we'll be able to like achieve all our goals and do all the shit that we want to do and it'll be fucking lit it'll, be, it'll lit. be lit so if you want to do that you can hit our patreon at patreon.com slash t with qj and that's tea with q j so you can all if you want to donate less than a dollar a month you could do that i said we have like people who do a dollar we have people who do five dollars a month and we appreciate all that shit so whatever it is we're down with it cool i wanted to say something mad quick okay um i'm only saying this because i had a conversation with um women the other day i went for drinks with some co-workers and Mm -hmm. i'm the only black woman in my office blah 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 but like when we talk like they all seem they get it right so i was telling them about our podcast and Mm -hmm. it was like oh tea what's the tea and i was like white supremacist patriarchal capitalism Uh and it was like that's what y'all that's why y'all named it i was like no it just became that like we just was like we're just gonna be black women spilling tea Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, we, that's the tea that's that just spilled. It's just happened. Tea. We really like just set out to have tea every week, and yeah. this is what we're gonna talk about <laughs> every fucking week. Yeah, yo. that just get into it. So I just thought it was cute how or great how it just all just came mm-hmm. formed within itself. Right. Like we didn't even like specifically make the tea something, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but the tea has become the tea is white what supremacy. the tea what the tea is i don't know how that, that shows how unself-aware we are because i don't know how we thought we were about to do a podcast and it not be about that when that's all we talk that's about. all we talk about in our personal and lives. we knew we said specifically we're not gonna be a, a, a gossip show right 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 but so i don't know but, but we are this yo. happened i just so, thought it was dope i it just thought dope. about it and was like we're pretty like fucking dope like without so. even trying like we're we didn't trying. try. We're we not trying at all. I'm not even wearing a bra today. <laughs> we did not try. I did not wear a bra all weekend. Good for you. And I was like out. Like out. That's what's up. I did not wear a bra all weekend. I proclaimed that I wasn't going to wear it. Now, one. is that, okay, so my breasts are a lot smaller than yours. Mm-hmm. Is that comfortable for you? It was mad comfortable. Okay. I don't know if it was comfortable for the people in the world. Well, I know I was not... in, I know I was in a supermarket. Right, my nipples right, hard. Right. My nipples are hard as shit. That's oh, well. Fine. Mine are always hard. I need to be in, get the produce. Right, right. So, but just in terms of like your back and sh- like you feel okay. It's better without a bra. Got it. A bra okay. actually gets on my nerves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I want to burn them. Mm-hmm. But um, today I'm wearing one. But all weekend Sorry. it was just like, ooh, yeah, yeah, this is nice. I started out no bras on a weekend and it has like gradually like extended itself to like anytime I have on like a t-shirt that's not like I just like don't care. I'm just going to fucking be flapping everywhere. And it's a great care. feeling. Me, I wear them mostly when, my, when I, well, most of my clothes are tight. But mm-hmm. when the stuff is tight, it's just easier because mm-hmm. um, it's like. Even my flap isn't as much, right? Because that's uncomfortable. Because mm-hmm. these breasts are huge as fuck. Yeah. Um. But other than that, I don't care. Like yeah. even at work, everyone knows that by three o'clock I take off my bra every take day. It off, like yeah. they, it's just take like take it off. If you can, as a woman, if you feel like you can, um, you can do that. 
comfortably for yourself whatever comfort means to you just do that shit i heard somebody was saying that they that sydney actually at our party was saying that she just she doesn't need a bra but she just wears it because she knows it's expected that we wear it and fuck that shit yo fuck that shit Fuck all that shit. You don't need to wear a bra. If you don't feel you need to wear a bra, don't wear a bra. Don't do it. Um, Be comfortable. One thing I do, well, I don't really have to do it as much anymore. Like, especially in the summer, bra Mm -hmm. catches my titty sweat so I don't look like I'm my breasts are leaking. Right, right. But you know what? There's shit for that. You can put deodorant under your titties Mm -hmm. and then you're going to get the titty sweat. Or you look like your titties are leaking. Nah, that's annoying. I don't want to look like I'm lactating. That's that's, that's what I'm saying. (laughs) That's your comfort and that's like okay. Like Mm -hmm. you don't want that look but that like is okay. Like you you wouldn't be punishing anyone else if they were looking at you with your titty sweat. Uh, all right, that goes to your comfort. <laughs> yeah, no, we're talking about myself. Right, right, right. I don't like the titties. Okay. Um, it feels uncomfortable. You can chafe. Like it's just lots of things that mm-hmm. can happen when you have big ass titties and they just right. sweating and shit right, like that. Right, right, right. I don't know about your little breast girls. Mm-hmm. I don't want no chafing under my breast. Understood. That's not. Um, or I want that sweat smell of under my breast. Oh, okay. no, thank you. Yeah, I'm talking from an F breast sure, perspective. Of course. Um, so you know the cheap way to do that is you can put some deodorant under your titties. And you won't sweat. Oh. Like the one that, you know, antiperspirant. Okay. So, is that healthy? It's deodorant for your skin. Your underarm is skin. No, I know, but even that, it feels like an unhealthy thing to do. I don't use On deodorant. my underarms, even. Well, you know? I would use that because I use like natural deodorants. Oh, okay. okay. Because my deodorant skin does not, like, I'm not a dove bitch. Like, I can't do none of uh-huh. y'all that shit. Right. Anyways. Right. So for me, that's like the easy thing. I don't know if you could put Lady Teen Spirit under your fucking titties. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Okay. So, yeah. All right, good but shit. there's actually s- stuff specifically for that. I just don't use them because mm-hmm. I already got deodorant. So <laughs> you don't have to buy some more shit. Why buy some more yeah. shit? You, you can know? use that for your thighs too, in between your legs. Oh wow, look at you thigh with all the hack women. facts. Yeah, thigh, you know, thigh rubbing women. That's annoying too. Um, it's just to stop the, s- the sweating from right there, so you don't chafe and all that shit. I like that shit, yo. Yeah. Um, do you have any libations this week? Yes. Okay. So my libations is for all the women who compliment women. Well, what are libations? Um, I just said mine. I'm joking. <laughs> libations are well, we show love, pour some, pour some for the homies. Um, pour some for the ancestors. Say thank you to the person, people, places, and things that just mm-hmm. give us black joy. And my libations, like I said before, was just women complimenting women. Mm-hmm. Um, today when I left my house, I'm not in a bad mood today, but I'm in like a neutral mood, right. if that makes any sense. Yeah. So I left my house and there's, there's these, a house full of old women who live next door. We always talk. And I was walking. I was like, oh my God, your hair looks amazing today. I've been wearing this wig for a month, but okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, and your lipstick is amazing. I'm like, oh, thank you so much. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. So that made me smile. Then when I got on the subway to get come here, another woman was on the train like, oh my God, I love your hair and your mm-hmm. lipstick. You know, it was just, and it was just like, yes. And I always appreciate compliments from women better. I mean, not better, more, because it seems less sexualized. Right. Um, it's usually about the fashion aesthetic, not about how the fashion looks on my body. Um, and all of those types of things. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, shout out to women who compliment women. And I, I'm, I'm a heavy 
women compliments her also, mm-hmm. mostly because I stare. So I don't just want you to just think I'm just staring at your right. lips. So I'm like, oh, your lipstick is nice. Like, I do that a lot because I would just be staring at you and shit. That's and good. in New York, you know, you could get beat up for that shit. Can you teach my mother that? She'd just be staring at me. <laughs> She's very tall, so she gets away with it. But she'd just be staring. Now, I've stared at people who are, I'm not looking at something that's nice. I won't say anything. Yeah. But if I'm staring, I'm already staring at you and it's because of a nice thing. I might as well just say it. Mm-hmm. So that's like my thing. Mm-hmm. But, um. Yeah, so I'm always complimenting women. That's what's up. Libations to that shit. Um, I wanted to give libations to, we had two people who hit us up on the Patreon this week. Um, Mm. So I wanted to give a libation to. Showing us that money. Give us that money. Um, To MCM, MCF, excuse me, MCF, and to Dominique. Thank you both for giving black women your money, yo. We appreciate that shit. Poppin'. You can be and like, what are you saying? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to sing Chris no, Brown, okay. misogynist man. That's all right. He's my favorite misogynist. Um, I don't know if he's my favorite anymore. Who's who's pushing him out of the slide? Um, well, like Bobby Brown and Mac Tyson have always been like my favorite. Yeah, but um, he's. I'm just like, he doesn't need to be. If if I can only have three favorite mm-hmm. misogynist black men. Mm-hmm. He he no like I need to save that space for someone else. All right, that's fair. Like yeah, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> he gets pushed out. Yes. Um. Also, libations to Sydney. Uh, we read her letter on the show last week, and we we're talking about wigs and hair and all that good stuff. Um. And so she sent me a link. I was talking about how I have trouble finding my color. Mm-hmm. She sent me a link to some awesome um like gray crochet Ooh. hair, really good hair, yo. So thank you for that, Sydney. That's I appreciate dope. you. Send, libations. Send libations. The hair tips. Yeah. Send them. You, you know We're about a wig sale? Shit. Let us know. We're like, here. Let's do this. That's what we want, yo. That's what we want. Um, also, I wanted to give libation to all the protesters uh, of the GOP's new health bill and this bullshit that they're trying to do that's like fucking up Medicaid oh, and God. fucking up everybody's health care. Um, there have been a series of protests around the country, and so a lot of disabled folks um, and non-disabled folks, but uh, disabled folks have been showing up um, doing sit-ins and sleep-ins and die-ins um, and saying that they'd rather go to jail than to die without Medicaid, which, you know, is totally understandable. What is crazy is if they went to jail, they'd probably get a little, they'll get, like, the free health care. Oh, wow. It's not as popping. Maybe. But they're supposed to, like, supposed to do things. Yeah, really, yeah. you know that health care in there is janky, too. No, though. it's janky. Yeah. But, like, you're won't have to pay when you see the doctor. Right, right, right. That's true. So there was a die-in schedule organized outside of uh, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell's office last week to mm-hmm. protest the Senate health Senate health care bill and its proposed cuts to Medicaid b- growth. There was a die-in at the Denver office of Senator Cory Gardner, Republican in Colorado, um, over the GOP health care bill. So protesters arrived Tuesday morning and orchestrated a sit-in through Thursday evening. Um, so... They were there chanting. Police came and took them out. Um, and uh, we just want to support them libations. Okay, cool. For doing yeah, that. libations to that. Um, <sighs> I don't know why people are so shitty. Okay. I'm just thinking about like everything right. that Trump is doing. Mm-hmm. Not even him. Him and his gang. Right, right, right. Like, well, I was listening to um, Bag Lady's podcast and they were mm-hmm. talking about how his cap- capitalism is profit over people. Yeah, yeah. So that's what is. all this shit is. So it doesn't matter who's going to die as long as it's not anybody yeah, like, you know, I know, know wealthy um, and well, white. Why would a rich... An able-bodied... White, able-bodied person not die? 
We have to keep them alive. Yes. I mean, why would they die? Like, we, like why wouldn't we protect them? Yeah. yeah like, no, I feel you. I don't know. It's a, it's it's really um the shit is fucked up. This yeah. shit is fucked up. So anyway, so libations to those folks. Yeah. Uh, many of them who were disabled. Um, putting their lives on the line for everybody's health care. Yeah, putting their know. bodies, literally putting right. their bodies on the line. Right, right, right. So libations uh, to that. Yeah. Um, so what else is going on? Nothing much. You want to get into the show? Yeah, let's get into the show. We are um, doing a smaller episode this week because it's the fucking holiday. It's their holiday. We're just using it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> meaning it's it's days off yes right so motherfuckers in the u.s got days off um and so people are doing shit with their family Families, this weekend we're just taking people were traveling yeah so we definitely wanted to come in and still make sure that we did a show um so we're here um but we're gonna do some like listener letter stuff yeah you ready for that show yes what kind of tea you drinking today you know what i'm having um, they don't know what you're right. having. I'm having chai. I have chai. Are we doing week. a podcast? I do a chai <laughs> tea. I do chai tea every week. Um, yeah, so I'm having chai this week. Iced. That's special. Oh, what are you having? I'm drinking. Let me read this. A passion tangle herbal tea from a brand who doesn't give us money, so I won't say. All right, sounds amazing. But um, yeah, and I put it on ice. You're very um, fancy. Yeah. We don't even have ice at the studio. You brought your own ice. I always in get a here. cup of ice. I'm from the so hood. Fancy. You know, it's always a cup of ice in a thing. So you gotta fancy. buy one. So fancy. Make it colder. I hear that, yo. So, who's our first letter from? Our first letter is from longtime listener, throw black listener. Like, I just have to always say this because she's like dead ass, like mm-hmm. probably the first listener of this podcast. Probably. <laughs> probably. <laughs> Angela, I would love to know how you found out about this podcast <laughs> seriously yeah let us know hit us back on one of the socials or in our inbox and let us know how you found out okay so the subject of this letter is some white bullshit um queen and no, Jay. that's really the subject yeah. it sounded like you were about to say it's some white bullshit oh no then, that's actually no, that's in the, the subject, subject line right 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 and angela full disclosure angela is white angela is a white woman um queen and jay i've always kind of understood the whole white liberal systematic white supremacy you both were discussing but witnessed it and witnessed witnessed it in person one day on facebook a white person in a facebook group that i am a part of discovered in quotation juneteenth through a viral facebook post and shared it in a group he posted with the caption who doesn't like a celebration <laughs> Here's another reason to party. This holiday needs more recognition. Okay. Um. I don't, okay. Um. My reply was along the lines of, "It's good for us white people to be aware of the reason for the celebration, but to make sure that we do not appropriate the celebration." His response was, "I don't see how this could be appropriated, at least not without overt racism." I tried to make my point by stating appropriation can take place if people who are not black earn money from the commercialization of the celebration and earning money off of it. He kept on trying to white explain why he was right. He refused to understand how white people using Juneteenth as an excuse to have a party was essentially taking away from black people when us white people have already taken enough. Trying to reason with this guy... And many white people is like trying to nail jello to a fucking tree. <laughs> I just visualized. <laughs> there she is again. She's been trying to nail that jello all day long. You both are so strong to survive this and continue to fight against this idioc- idi- idiocy on a daily basis. And signed Angela from Canada. That's not what she put, but I just know she's from Canada. <laughs> 
thank you, Angela. We appreciate that letter. Um, for, how the fuck ahead. would a white Juneteenth party be? I guess the we same free. way they we they the, found out they was free today. The like same way do they do that? Cinco de Mayo. Like, yeah, basically every year. But so you what, know? what do you think they will wear? Oh God. I don't want it. Blackface. I don't know. <laughs> That's the default. Like, That's the default. The for anybody who doesn't know what Juneteenth is, Juneteenth is the day that uh, slaves in Texas got word that they were free after emancipation. So naturally, that was two and a half years act- after actual emancipation because nobody wanted to tell them. Nobody told them. Because they wanted to maintain they, slavery. Yeah, they can't read. They didn't see the papers that said it. Right. And, and, you right. know, whatever. Yeah, so it's acknowledged as the official end of um, slavery and it's called Freedom Day or Independence Day, um, and that's June 19th, right? Yes. Is June 19th? Yeah. Yeah, okay, June 19th. And we have a party every year every celebrating year Juneteenth. Yeah, and so that white guy's not invited. He's not party. invited. I don't know how, yeah, I don't know what sense that makes. That's exactly what it would be. I didn't think about that. That it would be just like how they do Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Like, yeah. this, like... I would I appreciate you knowing white people, but it's, mm-hmm. this has nothing to do with you. It has nothing to do with you, and it's not something that unless you were to do it in some sort of it what? couldn't be a party. What were you doing? I, what, do you come from a line of abolitionists? Like why? Right. Why? Right. Why? Right. Why? Are you, like like it, it shouldn't. I, I feel like for huh? white people, like if you're if we're thinking of like this is just gonna be me and my white friends celebrating Juneteenth because I mostly only have white friends. <laughs> If this is what that was going to be for you, it would have to, to me, be some sort of educational thing. Educational? Sorry. No, even though it's like it, it, it's an American holiday that should be widely recognized. America doesn't fuck with it because if you acknowledge the freedom of slaves, you have to acknowledge that you had slaves in the first place. And exactly. America That's does not, not fuck with that at shit. At all. So if it's not something that America widely celebrates, it, which means America, everyone, including white folks and all people of color, then I just don't understand how a group of white folks would have a Juneteenth party. I, this is how white people should have a Juneteenth party. Uh-huh. You sit down and you decide which black people you're going to give a bunch of money to. Right. And that's the party. Yeah. Good day. Yeah. That's <laughs> like, not even like a joke. Yeah, like I'm dead that's serious. serious. That's how that's you do serious. it. That's, that's serious. That's how you do it. You have to reappropriate like the wealth and yes. the system, like the, the, the power structure and the system has made it so you that... You do something to help that shift. If not, right. we good. We don't need right, to do nothing. Right, 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 right. We don't need so, to do anything. you know, pay what you owe. You know what I'm saying? We've been jilted out of like what we owe. You know, we, I'm gonna throw shade if I can't get paid. To quote the great little Kim, just mm-hmm. give us money. That's, That's how you celebrate Juneteenth. That's it. White people. That's it. That's it. All right. Yeah. Angela, good luck with that. Good luck with oh, that. That's your friend. Stop or trying like, to put Jello on trees. Yeah. I don't think they want it. No, they don't want it. Um. And thank it. you for being like such a loyal listener for like ever. It's pretty dope. It is pretty dope. I live for that. So we got another letter. From the homie Adrian that I went to college with. Um, so big ups to Adrian. He has also become Adrian. a loyal listener. Loyal listener and very vocal listeners. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So we appreciate, we appreciate that for that. sure. We like when you guys talk to us. Yes. So Adrian wrote this letter in response to another letter that we addressed. Um, so Dominique, who's one of our listeners, wrote us a letter about um, some of her experiences with her white friends she was actually writing about an experience that she had at during brunch at a restaurant with some other guests or whatever yeah um and some of her white friends and um we kind of challenged 
there was a moment where in the letter it seemed like she was celebrating her white friend's acknowledgement of white supremacy mm-hmm. and our point was don't celebrate mediocre shit you know what i'm saying like don't it's it's nice to okay that's cool my friend my white friend is acknowledging white supremacy that white friend also was a trump voter and supporter mm-hmm. um but that's cool to acknowledge that shit but don't like overdo that shit like white supremacy has been existed don't be giving people cookies and shit like that for doing like the bare minimum you know what i'm saying word so Anyway, so Adrian read that, heard us, uh, and he had some comments about the way we responded to that. So I thought his letter was interesting. Um, So he says, what up, Negroes? So over the past, over the last few shows, the Vanderbilt experience has come up and how different it was for you than it was for me. So um, for anyone who doesn't know, I went to Vanderbilt University and so did Adrian. Um, he says, I probably already knew that, but the times you discussed it made me think about it more. And so that and other things from the show were on my mind during last week's Katy Perry rant. Now, I want to be very clear. I think letting people know full and well when they have fucked up is 100% the way to go. No sugarcoating, no calm talk, just lay into them. I'm down. Keep yelling at Katy Perry because that's the only way the Katy Perry's of the world will learn. And even if they don't learn, at least you will have said what you needed to say as a form of self-care. It's a win-win. But I will admit some of the things you said hitting some of the things you said hit my ears as weird. Weird is the best word I can think of because again, I agreed with everything you said, but I just felt like my expectations of Katy were different than yours. Maybe they aren't, but I felt like your expectations of her were from an exasperated place and mine were from a well well that's normal for them place and when you read the letter from the black lesbian listener who has all white friends and that's when it hit me as you've stated before you two didn't really grow up in these predominantly white spaces and even now aren't subjected to them outside of maybe work and that's why parts of Katy Perry, parts of the Katy Perry rant just hit my ears as weird. Your reaction to Dominique's letter and what it's like to be in these white spaces as POC and deal with these levels of ob- obliviousness and eventual microaggressions prompted me to email. I tried to keep this email as short as possible and still be informational. Good job. Good job, Asia. I probably did a terrible job, <laughs> but I'm kind of wordy. Um, so I just want to cut in. So for anyone, again, who hasn't listened, we um, did an episode where we talked about uh, Katy Perry's awkward fucking, uh, that lunch that she had. Her, her woke tour. Right. The woke about. tour that she was doing. The interview that she did with D-Ray. Um, that awkward lunch where she was trying to fucking spark a conversation on race and she and had Amanda gathered um, right Caitlin. Amanda gathered Caitlyn Jenner uh, Amanda Seals um, and so yeah so we had a bunch of comments on that and then as we mentioned before um, Dominique's letter and we have again once again both of us come from the privileged place of okay. growing up okay. in predominantly okay. black spaces yeah. though we have had of course experiences in white spaces um we were not forced to grow up with them you want yeah i wanted to acknowledge that we weren't forced to be like we're always in a white space right okay Mm -hmm. so like i don't want that to be lost like we still live in it we still live in a white supremacist Mm -hmm. world so but we were lucky enough or had the privilege enough to within those white spaces gather with other black people right i don't we are always in white spaces Um, so i just wanted to make sure i Mm -hmm. said that and pointed that out sure 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 Um, so Adrian says, I grew up in the South in predominantly white spaces for school and for adults 
and for adults, workplaces. So our parents went to work with a ton of white people and we and we kids went to school with them. We mostly got our black experience with multiple other blacks on the weekend and at church. Exasperating the problem is living in the Bible Belt South with very religious black folks who mostly didn't go past a high school diploma. So they really have no idea of navigating the world of higher education as a black person and coming out on the other side, quote unquote, successful. Nor did most of them have the ability to recognize or articulate the drawbacks of the white supremacist patriarchal capitalist system. They just kind of instilled in us the idea that you get into the top predominantly white institution and you can write your ticket because who wouldn't want a smart black Vandy grad? They know nothing of networking or anything we faced during those years there and how four years of college isn't close to enough growth to determine where your life goes after graduation. We were raised with this weird mix of anger towards segregation, racist slash racist, who said nigger, but love of respectability politics that played into conservative religious beliefs. We were expected to move within these white spaces, learning all this knowledge, enter the white man's world, earn a bunch of money and prestige, and then come back and save all the other black people we knew. That was the plan. No room for failure or mediocrity or slightly above average. We could only be saved by the young black professionals. Mm. Huh. So when we, we, we know how we feel about them. On, yes. On this show. Not here for it. So we encountered white people. So when we encountered white people it was almost predetermined we had to figure out how to move with them no matter what as long as they weren't just blatant redneck clansmen that's intense Mm -hmm. so here we are all these young black folks surrounded and outnumbered by white people and we're just six years old looking out for the overt racism of the past and it's not like that at all that's how they get you they don't immediately ask to touch your hair or assume you live in the poor black part of town they talk about transformers and ninja turtles that's up my alley they invite you to their house to play you're on the same football team and the same football games running around and doing regular ass kids stuff it's like mlk's dream you're eight then 10 then 13 you're worrying about way more things than race like schoolwork or church or what cool show to watch you've mostly only encountered the nazi kind of racist and you either beat them up or they stay away from you because everybody can spot and hate them you only kick it with the nice white people who don't see color they see people We're all going to change the world with how we don't see race. It's not until some random incident happens. And by then you're friends. You have all the history. You have all this history. You don't want to blow up on them and and you realize or think they're well-meaning and ignorant. And it's up to you to nicely bring them along without hurting their feelings because they mean well. And again, you're friends and have been for years. Are you really going to throw that away because they said the N-word once during an NWA song? You think, I'll lecture them now, they'll get it, and we can move forward as friends. Forgiveness, right? You don't know that they still, you don't know that they still go away wondering, why can rappers say it, but I can't? It's not till you get older and start realizing that there's tons of black people with completely different and legit experiences. Does that shit with your friends, your quote unquote friends begin to piss you off because rather than seeing you and all their black friends in the experiences of blacks, they don't know all they've done is separated you into the known good pile and the ones on the news aren't like you and their other good black friends. You got people that are that are your quote unquote friends calling Trayvon a thug, but swearing up and down that it's all good because they have black friends. Then you realize they're getting something totally different from the friendship than the lessons you thought. They're into respectability. They're into the respectability too. 
and they're just looking for the good ones who behave and make them feel good. But by then, you're in your late 20s and 30s and have had enough good experiences to know that nice conversational approach does not work. That approach never stood a chance because they had the power. They were never sharing their culture with you and you sharing yours and you were sharing yours with them. Theirs, theirs was being forced on you intentionally, often through the unwitting beliefs of the black adults around you. And yours was a novelty to pick up and put down at their convenience. And again, a lot of this is not malicious intentional on their part. It just happens as a product of the white supremacist patriarchal capital system, capitalist system we all live under. That's the dilemma for those of us that grew up with them. It's that we know a lot of what they believe is is that we know a lot of what they believe is how they see right and wrong, not necessarily to them black and white. We try and show them how their beliefs play along race lines, but too many times they never see it. But it takes a while for black folks who grew up like me to stop trying the old conventional friendship approach because that's the approach we knew and always had a visible and always had visible success with or so we thought, which is why I'm with you. Let them motherfuckers know that they motherfuckers. So to Katy Perry, I bet money that the following has been her experience. She encounters a ton of black people and being nice with white liberal, being the nice white liberal she is, she wants to be friends with them. And she probably encounters black person after black person who wants to share their culture with her, telling her it's OK to act a certain way and do things. It's how we'll all get along and move forward. Right. So why would she ever really react to being told by strangers she's wrong in a constructive way? She's oblivious. And like Dominique from the letter, Katie's black friends probably just did what a lot of us have always done with white people, just kind of rolled their eyes or shrugged because Katie's just one of those silly, ignorant white people and they cut her some slack. And so Katie never felt the full force of any of her nonsense. But it was all... But it was only randoms yelling at her, not her beautiful sister queens or whatever she said. What is she <laughs> called? Angels or yeah, her fucking my beautiful angel, some angel, shit like some that. Some shit like that. Some magical Negro, mystical always Negro a, shit. They're always a savior. Yeah, it was. She practically said the fucking word savior. It might have been in in the fucking. She didn't say thing. that. <laughs> fucking bitch. She didn't say that. Okay. I don't like her, but she didn't say that. All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> um. So her research is done by listening to black people who are invested in her feelings more than voicing their hurt. And thus she can unwittingly ignore those expressing overt anger. Again, I'm not saying don't yell at her, but I just say understand that a lot of these people like Katie get a comp get a completely different narrative from their black friends who are sparing them from the rage they should get. They get sheltered and protected because that's what we do. We're used to the oblivious ignorance, whereas y'all aren't. Um, I guess mean you and I, we're not used to it. And I should add, I was a black cisgender straight male who believed in Jesus. I had a ton of success in all this. So it took a lot of things, professional failures, proverbially proverbially losing my religion, having a daughter, going to ceremony, going to seminary with brilliant womanist and LGBTQ students, professors to break away all the layers of respectability in my ideology. I can't imagine the harm and anger swallowing the harm and anger swallowing done by black women being told they need a man or black LGBTQ persons being shunned in the era of hypermasculinity on top of religious shaming. Sometimes you take friendly faces, however you can get them, even the problematic white ones. Hope this long ass email makes any sense or helps in some way. I wish I had learned to yell at white people 
like that at least while at Vandy. But you'll probably be stripping away America's respectability damage until you're old and gray. So hopefully the children benefit from your work. Queen and Jay loves the kids. Yay! Because we do. When they don't have like cookie in their shirt. I hate seeing babies with cookie things. I don't like a fucking chocolate mouth, yo. I don't like cookies in your like shirt. Like, fucking, I just ate a chocolate icy. It's all kind of fucking chocolate I'm always annoyed when mouth. I see the droopy pamper running around the park. Oh, that's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what did you think about what he said? Um, what did I Were think? Were you listening? No, I was listening. Okay. Um, it was a lot, so yeah, yeah, thank yeah, you yeah. right now. That's fine. Um, it was honest. I actually feel like that should be like published somewhere because it's like mm-hmm. we don't... Generally, the voice that we hear of or the black experience we hear is the one like ours like we're the most vocal kind of voice when it comes to the black liberation Mm -hmm. or navigating blackness Mm -hmm. um in the united states and you don't um usually hear about the person who um grew up in the south Mm -hmm. um wrapped up as tightly as he was in respectability and how they came out of that um it's usually at least for me and from what what i take in is um let me see. Okay, so I'll, I'll explain this like I explained this to someone else years ago where he was comparing Malcolm X and um, Martin Luther King. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Martin Luther King, yeah, he had a great message, but like, nah, we need to kick in the door away from the 4-4, like, da-da-da. <sighs> and I'm like, he was in the South, mm-hmm. though. Like, I'm, everyone knows that I'm like Malcolm X as fuck when it comes to my approach right. to white supremacy, but I'm from the Bronx. Mm -hmm. Like, I've never seen a fucking KKK uniform in my life. I've never seen a cross being burned. I've never been the only black person in a town. I've never experienced sundown. You know, like, these Mm -hmm. these are experiences that I had the privilege to not experience. So, of course, my approach is going to be completely different. Mm -hmm. And I think that the narrative usually leaves that out. So, when it comes to the black Southern person, it's like they're this docile, love the white man Mm -hmm. thing. And it's like, no, these people are conditioned. This shit is fucking survival. They need to fucking live there. I can't be me at seven in the south mm-hmm. like my parents can't even they're in the north for a reason mm-hmm. you know like just things like that so yeah. it made me think of stuff like that where we don't generally usually the person leaves the south mm-hmm. um or um i don't for me anyway i don't really hear about black people speaking about these experiences like that like mm-hmm. he did like i just wanted to have a friend yeah and that which was, you fucking deserve yeah right. like i just wanted to have a friend and i thought that because of where i lived or the way i was raised that i didn't have to yell at white people for them to get it mm-hmm. and blah, blah 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 and all of this stuff mm-hmm. um so i think it's important that that and said, and I appreciate him sharing that with us because we were able to share that on the show. But like, that's an experience completely foreign to me. Mm-hmm. But I totally get it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yes, you should scream at white people. But I get why people don't. Also, yeah. like, you fucking yeah. need to live to see the next day. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes mm-hmm. you just want to go to work and go home. Yeah. <laughs> like, sometimes I just want to. Well, a lot of times I just want to go to work and go home. Mm-hmm. I don't always want to yell at people. Mm-hmm. And um that's not what i always want to do either right. so um yeah i don't know thanks for sharing that thank you adrian i i, I feel the same way so mm-hmm. i co-sign everything that you said um on the flip side of that because i did watch um on facebook adrian's uh like journey through um talking to white folks 
explaining things to white folks on yeah. Facebook to um, finally yelling at them <laughs> to finally choosing to maybe delete them or not engage or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, and not just with Adrian, but there are lots of um, black folks that I watch and some let's let's put this shit out there okay it's some of us that grew around grew up around black folks that do this shit too yes okay so fuck you guys okay those people because like what is your fucking excuse all right well I mean we've all been programmed but whatever um who I watch on Facebook trying to explain their humanity to these white people who like that's not your friend yo y'all went to school together they and don't you, care about you. But it's like they don't care about your feelings. How do you? That's not, not your friend. And I guess this is a thing that's foreign to us. Okay. Because which of which privilege. just just real like briefly, I did go into a um, so I grew up in a predominantly black school, and then I went into like nerd classes and went to this other school, or still a public school in the Bronx, but it was um a lot it was actually pretty diverse but there were less black kids in that program and so i was one of a few black kids in the program so i i did have that experience and then i went to vanderbilt and you know and then there are other programs that you get shipped out to to do shit so i I have some window into that but no i never grew up with white folks to where it's like no this is my friend they care about me i've had windows into that because like i went to this science program for the Spence um, private school. That's right. like this all-white private school mm-hmm. on the Upper East Side. Mm-hmm. So I did that. Like, I've had those spaces, mm-hmm. but I didn't... I didn't. This kind of indoctrinated shit. Yeah, I didn't give experience. a shit about that. Right. I had my friends already. Y'all know I was raised in this nation of Islam, so mm-hmm. I didn't trust them devils anywhere. Right, like, right, right. so, you know, so... But I've been in those spaces, but mm-hmm. because I came from a place where... I guess from because my parents, my parents were not assimilated motherfuckers, mm-hmm. so I didn't feel the need to even do that when I was right. in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it wasn't even like oh, I don't need, I don't need to be a friend. Right, right, yeah, right. we're talking at SAT prep classes, but I don't need to be a friend. Mm-hmm. Don't care. Yeah, we did not. I did not. I did not speak <laughs> to them at SAT prep classes. I would talk if you talk to me. There. I'll talk back. Nobody spoke to me. We don't got to exchange nothing. Well, you had a head wrap. You look different. I from did me. have a head wrap. Oh. <laughs> no one spoke to me. Yeah. Nobody said shit to yeah, me, yo. Yeah, I was like, oh, this is what I thought y'all were like. <laughs> so <laughs> there's that. Yeah, they would speak to me. I'll talk okay. back or whatever. But mm, I'm not giving you my number. Like I wasn't right. trying to be friends right, with these right, people. Right. But I've always been very set on like I have my friends already. Mm-hmm. Like. I'm like I've always kind of and then I come from a tribe of mad siblings right so it's like I don't need y'all nah they never spoke to me and then they always spoke to the black girl that had the voice that was not a black one from the Bronx I was like oh so y'all just gonna talk to her and nobody just nobody fucks with me okay that's fine That is fine. I didn't take into account because I've been rocking the head wrap so long. I didn't take that into account oh. as like uh, maybe that's an added layer to this avoidance that I'm getting. But um, you were gonna say something because I was talking about fuck that shit. Watching them, watching black folks convince people of their humanity on Facebook. Yeah. Oh yeah. Sorry. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Not sorry. Thank you for reminding mm-hmm. me. Um, and I accept your apology. Okay. Sorry. Anyway, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I probably would do something later today. So you thank will. you for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand, um, and I didn't have the verbiage for this as a child either, or a younger adult, but I don't understand the insistence. Like, I don't get how people don't understand there's a problem when I have to prove that I'm a human to someone. Right. Like, like I, it's mind-boggling mm-hmm. to me. Like, how do you, how does your body not burst into convulsions right. when you're trying to list why you're a human mm-hmm. to anyone mm-hmm. man white person black man 
straight person if you're queer. Like, Mm -hmm. it's just like the fact that you have to open your mouth and do that mm-hmm. to show you like something's wrong right. with this motherfucker. Like, right. why am I even like fucking talking to you? You are not my friend. Mm-hmm. If I have to explain to you why my existence um, should be asserted, yeah. like what the fuck? You're not yeah. my friend. Mm-hmm. That's not friendship. <laughs> At all. That's not friendship. not friendship. That's not family. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Yeah. What, what becomes for me, um, so oh, oh, what, I, what else I wanted to say mm-hmm. is that I do understand this. I, I don't have expectations of Katy Perry. You know what I'm saying? So like how we talked about our outrage to her woke tour. Yeah. We don't have expectations of her, but it's important to call out that she is a dumb bitch. Yeah. Right. We definitely. cannot. We can't let that shit slide. Like, so I understand your position of, well, you know, that's how they roll. Um, But I think that we need to get in the habit of calling out white supremacy and bullshit when we see it. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people don't acknowledge it as such. Um, so I don't think it's a really a matter of us having expectations, but it was just like, this is, we have to, this is outrageous. I don't have any expectation. And I think that's why I f- don't care about yelling at people. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, it's never been a, oh, oh, that's what they do. No, like, nah, bitch, what you said? Like, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like, um, I'm a, because that's just what it should be. Because mm-hmm. um, then you're creating an excuse for them. Because now you're the, black person or brown person or queer person mm-hmm. or whatever whatever they used to oppress you with right. who who let it slide mm-hmm. and didn't correct it mm-hmm. so they're just going to go on oppressing people because yeah. it's not even a oppression isn't usually on a one-to-one basis something you actively think about it just happens mm-hmm. so if unless you check a motherfucker it's gonna just keep happening right. like right. you know so yeah um so that and then the other thing is when I watch people being black, being a person of color is hard. Right. And so as long as I'm not as a black person being damaged by another black person's um, manner in which they navigate blackness, I don't mind. Yeah. So if you don't feel like yelling at your white friends on Facebook, that's OK. That's your friend. I'll generally slide in and do it for you. Like, <laughs> Cause that's that's my comfort zone or whatever um but i don't have a problem with any everybody doesn't want to do that shit all day yeah, that's okay yeah, that is fine what i do have a problem with however is people sliding into my facebook posts and telling me that i need to explain my humanity to these white people that i need to have a different approach or we need to do this other more um chill kind thing right so example um it's always the same person. Anyway, so my homegirl on Facebook posts a picture of her son. They are black. Oh, my um, God. I seen that. I had to stay away. Okay, I'm glad that you did. Because I needed my sanity. I'm glad you did. We Don't be fucking with kids. Right. That's all I got to say. Right, right, right. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this is be, this was... Um, I seen that. You saw my exchange with those other white people. I started... That was... Yeah, that was later. And then I was like... Right, right, right. Because don't... Yeah. Be fucking with kids. Don't, don't, don't do that. So, Not right. These that black was, kids. Yeah. So, that, that happened <laughs> after this whole thing, yeah. right? So, she posts a picture of her son in a t shirt that says, Am I next? Right? Um, so, her and her husband are um, both educated. They have um, decent jobs, even though I think, yeah, they have, yeah, they both have good jobs. Um, and, you know, they live a nice, cozy life you know what i'm saying like they are not in danger they don't live in the hood they're not um they don't have any of the the 
mainstream indicators of what you would think um, would be a target for right. a black They're person. the Cosby's, yes. right? So she posts a picture of her son um, saying, am I next? And she kind of talks about how, you know, this is, he's a sweet, innocent kid. He doesn't do anything wrong. Um, like if he, if he, um, if the serving size of the gummy bear box says four, he will only he eat only four. eats four, like yeah. shit like that. How he's like a sweet kid, right? So she goes on this whole thing, and and I thought it was cute, and I thought it was sweet. I personally didn't share it because I felt like at a certain point it was feeding into like the respectability narrative. Mm -hmm. Like this is my kid and you would never think that somebody like him would be at danger of being murdered at the hands of police. Um, But they are right. So of course white liberals are eating this shit up. They're like, not, I'm going to call him um, Jackson, not little Jackson, not him because of all, you know, he is that model like black kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm So, and I totally respect it and I understand I'm not a mother, but I get that fear yeah. um, for like the the black youth in your tribe yeah. feeling. So I totally get that, yeah, and that's I totally why I couldn't even read it because I don't. Yeah, even, I don't. I'm not even connected to her. Right, like, right, right, right. Just like, oh hell no, I can't do. Yeah, this. yeah. Um, so it got like thousands of shares. Um, and and when I say I felt like it was feeding a little bit into that respectability, the thing is that like like little dirty kids that run the street all day and curse people out and give people the finger like they don't deserve to die either you know what i'm saying like badass kids even with that droopy pimper that i mentioned earlier i don't like right they are they don't deserve to die either you know what i'm saying so um so anyway so i understood her post and i thought it was great but it just wasn't like you know something that i was comfortable say right baby's kid exactly exactly so that's my lane so anyway she posted that i didn't say anything about it because that's you know that's how she's doing and cool no big deal or whatever so then i posted a story i was um I was at work late one night and like really, really late. And we're allowed to do that, be there late or coming on the weekend or whatever. And the alarm started going off and I went into a panic because I remembered my homeboy who's black came in on a Saturday to do some work and the alarm started going off and they called the cops and the cops came Came in and drew their gun with their guns drawn. Right. Because the security or whoever was there had told them it's a black guy in there. Da 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 da. Um, so he like raises up from his computer with his hands up, like, I'm just trying to do this fucking graphic design. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just catching up on some work. So I'm in, and that could have, when he told me that story, I was so afraid because that could have ended in his death. He could have been shot. I'm confused. Um, so security was there and knew he was there? Security apparently didn't know he was there when the alarm went off. So I think that he went in and it triggered the alarm security looked to see what triggered the alarm and saw he was there, but for whatever reason, didn't know or understand that this is an employee or didn't consider that he could even be an employee because we come in on the weekend. So why wouldn't he be an employee? Like it should have been dealt with. This could be an employee or whatever. Security when he came in. Um, security. Right, right, right. No, security wasn't like there in the lobby. Any sense? Yeah, because security, you seem like you weren't doing your job correctly. Right. And now this man has guns in his face. Right. Right. Like, even though that would probably would have happened anyway because he's a black man. Yeah. Like, right. So I, when he told me that story, I was scared to death, and I was like, he could have, he could have been killed. Um, and so I sent like a mass email to everybody, like, this is how you deal with you know when you come in on the weekends da, 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 to, to try and help mm-hmm. like avoid that thing i didn't tell anyone that this happened to him because he's just trying to fucking like yeah, work and work. if he didn't tell anyone about it then whatever yeah. we can talk about it, it's fine 
So the alarm goes off and I'm like, fuck, I'm in here. It's madly like I, and I couldn't find I had to look for the security office number or whatever. Mm-hmm. So the whole time I'm looking for this number, I feel like I'm racing against a ticking time bomb because the police could come in here and fucking blow my head off because I'm just in here working like yeah. minding my business. And I've been in here. I've been at work all day. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. Um, so anyway, so I told that story and my homegirl, whose son is Jackson, um, pops up and she's like we need to tell more of these stories i wish there was a way to compile them all right and i'm like well we we do we do share these stories all the time i post shit like this you like everyone that i know posts their horrific stories Mm -hmm. we talk about these things in the media any chance that we get anytime we're in front of a microphone we talk about the bad things that happen to us she's like yeah but we really need to like share them in a way that people like get it and all this fucking coddling and handholding of white people, right? So I was already a little bit hot because again, her post, white liberals are eating this shit up. You said hot, man, hot too. Hot. I was hot. <laughs> I was hot. Because again, white liberals are eating their post up, her post up about her Cosby kid and they're eating it up because he's a Cosby kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They don't give a shit about black people. They give no. a shit about Jackson. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Exactly. And oh my God, Jackson could die. I didn't even think that someone like Jackson, who's a clean black kid that I like, could be in danger, right? So I was already like, I had mixed feelings about that post itself. Um, and now here you are in my shit telling yeah. me what I should do as a black person, right? That we need to gather these stories and fucking, she's like, what if they were posted in a police precinct? So now I'm under attack by police and I'm supposed to go show up at a police precinct and post things. Yeah. Or coordinate with the cops to prove my hum- humanity to motherfuckers. No. That's your lane. That's if you want to do that, if that's how you want to navigate blackness, you do that. So this is what I'm saying. These motherfuckers who grew up with white folks and who have this certain way in which they deal with white folks and the handholding and the coddling and the bullshit do that over there. Like I'm okay with that, but don't show it. This is what I have a problem with. Don't tell me that's what I need to do. People are constantly showing up in my feed telling me how I should navigate this blackness that I'm being. and And I told her, I was like, listen, it's cool that you exist and that you navigate things like this, but your white friends, they also need to know that I exist. So when you're hand-holding them and when you're coddling them and when you're explaining to them nicely why I'm so enraged and there's fire in my eyes and shit like that, they are thankful that you show up and, and you, you explain things. Like, they know that I'm the other side of that. You know what I'm saying? But do not show up here demanding, using words like we. We need to do this. We need to do that. Because what we do not need to do... Is speak French, bitch. Well, that's... <laughs> right, right, right. But like... Now come on. Yeah. I don't show up telling you to be more militant. Do not show up telling me to like do more hand-holding and be like, do be black and and you're the way that you protest and speak out do that however you do respect it. people's lanes yes disrespect people's yes because my whole thing was i kept saying and i've had to do this with several friends okay so why are you here you know what i'm saying I say that a lot on facebook why are you here what are you saying why are you here talking to me you did what you did over there and i didn't tell you go harder grow stronger stop coddling them i'm over here why are you here you think it's okay to police me because i'm not being nice to white people that's why you think it's okay because we're all supposed to be nice to white people. So it's okay for me to hop in and tell you, hey, be nicer to white people. You know what I'm saying? I Leave had, me a, alone. I had a, a man do this to me the other day. Um, mm-hmm. I posted something. I actually shared it from you. Somebody was saying how women who say men are trash are oh, usually yeah. single or something like yeah, that. Yeah, they're like, you can't, you can't 
screamed that all men are trash and she said all that all no one ever says that but anyway you yeah. can't scream all men are trash and then wonder why you're single and yeah. so i reposted it and, and put men are trash and i reposted are. it and i right. put men are trash with the claps right. <laughs> men are trash like what do you mean right. first of all the first thing that annoyed me about that comment but i didn't go into that was men, I'm, our interactions with men are not just with relationships right like men are trash for many things yep. Yep. like more than just romantic or sexual mm-hmm. things. Men are trash. That's one. Yeah. So I, I did that. A friend of mine t- ends up texting me and he's like, hey, did you mean that when you said men are trash? And I was like, yeah, yeah, trash. Whoa. No, you didn't tell me about this. Yeah. This is, yeah. Text you. So I'm like, yeah, they're trash. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know this person. He's trash. <laughs> they're trash. He's yeah. trash. And um, he's like, oh, but maybe you shouldn't put all, maybe you should put that type of thing. And I was oh. like, no. Y'all are trash. Y'all are allowed to be. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, they ask me, can women be trash? I'm like, women can be whatever they want. Um, but this is about men being trash. Right. I didn't say that women were not, mm-hmm. cannot be, you mm-hmm. know, whatever. So this becomes an exchange of that, of him telling me how I should um, coddle men when I mm-hmm. speak in these ways. And it was just like, fuck. it became ridiculous. But I am not, and this was what made me, led me to post, 0%. Okay, I promise you, zero percent of what I do, what Jay and I do, mm-hmm. is to appease the egos of white people or men. Like what I do is for black femmes. Mm-hmm. Like that's it. Point blank, period. And there's people who get the message and come along for the ride, and I appreciate you. But mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything to make men or white people feel comfortable mm-hmm. because y'all don't make my life comfortable. Right. Like when do and you're you comfortable Ever. already? You're comfortable <laughs> enough. You get enough support. You're comfortable already. You don't. You don't get need, it somewhere else. This is not me. the place. You don't need right. me for that. So right. stop asking us to do that. That's mm-hmm. not what's going to happen. Yeah. Jay's not going to coddle nope. white people's feelings. Nope. I'm not going to coddle men's feelings. Nope. Like, it's not nah, fuck nope. out of here nope. with all of and this. And w- it was interesting because later on, um, so that was actually she and I went, we, we talked a little in the post, and then she and I went offline and screamed at each other over inbox mm-hmm. or whatever, um, which was fine. And I think we came to, like, a resolution because I, I, I think that was the point that she didn't get. It's like, okay, it's cool that we do these things differently, but why are you fucking here? Why are you telling me how to do what I do? But anyway, um, later on in her post, some white lady was like, you're using Jackson. Don't use Jackson to push your agenda. He may never deal... White lady. Yeah, see he that. may never deal with this in life. And you should be the person wearing the t-shirt. Like, is my son next? And da 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 So, you know, I dragged her for filth. Mm-hmm. Um, which uh, Jackson's mom did say a few things. But again dragging someone for filth is not always her lane you know what i'm saying but like that's what you're not gonna do so even though i'm not you know super i'm not in love with this post you're not gonna come here and tell a black mother how to deal with the fear of losing her child to fucking gun violence you know what i'm saying get the fuck out of here anyway that's annoying um yeah it is annoying we i might I don't know. I might share that post in our on our Facebook. Just I don't with want the, to. I'm okay. not into sharing kids and stuff. Okay. All right. I mean, his mom shared it, but I, I understand what you're saying. Okay. But I don't. All yeah. Right. I don't. That's fine. I'm That's not comfortable fine. with people fucking with the kids like that. Okay. <laughs> That's fine. Um. So yeah. So thank you, Adrian. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. So we have one more letter. We do. We do have one more letter. Um. um you want to take a it? break? Yeah. Let's take a break. Okay. All right. Cool. Guess what the year 2017 is. What is 2017 It is a about? year that we give black women our money. What? Yes. Your money. 
money. Your yes. money for what? I don't know, but I know we are black women. We are black women. We produce content. We do create and produce content. And we would like your money. That's right. We would like your money. So, like she said, it's 2017. We have a lot of plans for this year, and we need your help to build and grow. We want to thank everybody who's been donating to our PayPal, and we just wanted to encourage anyone who hasn't to pop off and throw us a little yes. bit of money in the yes. collection plate. We appreciate yes. you. Yes. And show your appreciation to us with that. Yep. Go to TeaWithQueenAndJay.com. Go to the donation button. Press it. And give black women your money. That's right. You can also go straight to PayPal at PayPal.me backslash TeaWithQJ. Yes. Money. Yeah. We're going to get some money. Scream. Get the money. All right. So our last letter is from Dominique. She's back. Um, and Dominique uh, told us that she does, in fact, have um, black friends and like a black support network. So cheers to that shit, yo. Cheers to self-care. Um, and then she hit us with another question. Dominique says, the neighborhood that I live in has no outlet and is an enclosed one. It's one of those neighborhoods. It's one of those developments that if you're going into it you must you most likely live there or are visiting someone who goes so no so random cars can't just drive through it um there are about 75 homes i have two dogs that i walk essentially twice a day around my neighborhood i assume all my neighbors have seen me walking them on a race regular basis as i've been there for nine years and i've had dogs for four years um i'm a lifelong dog lover and owner so i know how to be a resp- responsible dog owner so mm-hmm. that means like walking the dogs a lot and shit So she was driving home from work one day and my girlfriend texts me a screen grab of a conversation that's happening about me on our developments community Facebook page. Mm -hmm. Um, She says, Dominique says that she's never had Facebook. It's just something that I avoided since I came out of college, since it came out when I was in college. So in these posts, someone has found what they believe to be dog poop on their lawn and they assume I left it there. There are about 10 different neighbors, quote unquote, in this conversation. And the only reason why I went on for so long is that they know I'm not on Facebook and wouldn't see it. So she goes on to say that she's very observant and she she knows, like, basically she knows faces. She knows where everyone lives. She knows, like, whose car is whose and yada, mm-hmm. yada, yada. So the ringleader, as I'll call her, was a woman that owns four dogs herself and lives next to a house of deaf people who own five or six little dogs that they let out to go to the bathroom, not on leashes. They just let them roam about their front yard and do their business. But I guess the possibility that one of them could have wandered over onto this woman's lawn escaped her. So... The other people that chimed in live literally on the other side of the development and were also blaming me for leaving poop on their lawns as well. Things, The things that pissed me off the most were, one, I'm not the only person in the neighborhood who walks their dog on a regular basis. I'm just seeing the most. Two, we live in a neighborhood surrounded. Are you really seeing the most or are you just more visible because you're right. a brown person? That shit too. <laughs> we live in a neighborhood surrounded by woods. I've seen deer, groundhogs, rabbits, squirrels, and other wild creatures who presumably, who presumably poop on a daily basis running around in my backyard alone. So clearly you're all being racist and just blaming the black girl who can't respond because her cautious white girlfriend won't let her use her Facebook account to do so and essentially start some shit for no other reason than you are idiots and need some sort of scapegoat. Then the icing on the cake was this conversation somehow lasted so long. I continued to get blamed every time somebody found poop on their lawn Um, to the point where it happened when my girlfriend and I were on vacation and we had taken our dogs with us when someone tried to blame me for fresh poop on their lawn. 
It was the ringleader lady, lady, and at some point, my girlfriend and I planned on knocking on her door and confronting her when we got back. Um, but eventually, I just got over it and let it go, and the conversation sort of faded away. Also, one of the only other black people that lives in the neighborhood, um, there are literally eight of us living between five different households. So there's, like she said, 75 houses in that development, and so there's eight black people there. Um, one of the black people stopped me one day while driving as he saw me walking my dogs to let me know what people who lived the farthest away from me uh, were complaining were wrong because he actually saw one of his neighbor's dogs who used to get out a lot pooping on that complaining person's lawn. So even though I knew I wasn't walking my dogs and leaving their poop on people's lawns, this fellow black person made me feel vindicated by literally stopping me with this information. Um... Here's what I don't get. Okay. Okay. So she says, sorry for the long later. Um, oh, here's another thing. Oh, last but not least, I'm a blurred. So whenever Jay talks about that kind of stuff, I get super excited. Yay. And then she talks about the Black Panther trailer. So yay. Sincerely, Dominique, a.k.a. one of your avid fans and Patreon supporters. Thank you, Dominique. Here's what I don't get. Mm-hmm. So there's more, there's more like to the letter. She just kind of goes on about like how her girlfriend is basically sharing. First of all, of course they're being racist. That's like done and done. Like we knew that shit going in. What I don't understand and I don't want to cause trouble here, but like your girlfriend was on this thread the entire time and saw these people talking, talking about, about you? you, your girlfriend who is white. I don't understand why your girlfriend didn't say anything at some point. Like, like I feel like as you're, girlfriend Girlfriend. and like partner partner like like you've been y'all been together a long time like a life partner right um should stop people from talking about you yeah i don't i don't that's the part of this that i don't get so it's nice that the black neighbor came and was and told you that oh you know I, i saw someone else i know somebody else who's pooping on that white lady's lawn um and i can almost understand why the other black person living in that community might not comment. They might just be like, let me stay out of this shit or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because it seems like you guys are living in a potentially hostile environment. But what I don't understand is why your white girlfriend who either lives with you or spends a lot of time there would not speak up. Your girlfriend has the complexion for protection. Right. That quote. Right. Um, which, which Dominique knows because she said they were going to go together. She's your ally mm-hmm. in this. Why is she not being an ally is what I do not understand. Right. right. As your Yeah. Girlfriend. Like she told you she, she didn't want to give you access to the account to the Facebook account since you're not a fa- on Facebook. She didn't want you to say anything to them. But why didn't she, she say, say anything? I don't, that's what Does I don't understand. Did she not understand. say anything? Like, this needs to be cleared up. It sounds like she didn't say shit. I, <laughs> I can't believe that. Well, it, it seems that, I'm just saying that. I don't get that. I don't, that's why I'm saying I can't believe it because I just don't get it so much. Like, she said nothing? It's very, that's very weird. No, I be, it's not in the letter. She didn't say anything. I'm just saying that is so out of this world for me that it's so out of this world that i'm looking again to make sure <laughs> that i didn't overlook it because no, I, I really she did, it. she did it um i think that that is odd um that is odd but it was definitely racist they were definitely singling you out um 
because of your blackness, because you stand out. Like even when you said that you they see you the most, I don't even think that that's even the case. You're just more visible because you're the black person. You know what I mean? Like even that language is weird for me. Like everybody fucking walks their dogs. Do you walk your dog obsessively like 10 times a day? Like they're not seeing you more than anyone else. Why didn't your girlfriend <laughs> say something? I don't understand that. I don't get it. I'm very confused about it. And the more we talk about it, the more upset it makes me. Because to me, this is your partner in life, right? Your homegirl, your girlfriend. Like, y'all going to travel places. Other racist shit is going to happen to you. And she is the one in the relationship with the white privilege. Yeah. Why isn't she saying something? If y'all live in a community, you plan to be there for a long time. You should feel safe in that neighborhood. Why isn't your girlfriend saying something? I'm very perplexed by that and concerned. I couldn't be in a, I've never been in an interracial relationship, mm -hmm. but I couldn't under, I doubt, actually I know that I could not be in an interracial relationship where the person does not make sure our relationship benefits from their privilege if they are right. white or right. something with proximity to whiteness mm -hmm. closer than mine. Mm -hmm. Like, what are we doing? Why are we here? Why am what I are here? What are we doing? <laughs> like, yeah. Why am I here? What if, is this? If, if the privilege that they have, they're not going to use to the benefit of this relationship Last or night. to help this relationship. Because oh, yeah. if you're fucking with my woman, you're fucking with me. Right. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. Something in the milk ain't clean. I don't get it. I don't get it. I was sorry. I was just going to say, when you talk about like benefiting from another motherfucker being in the relationship, I came in last night from BlurredCon and I had to carry my suitcase up three flights of stairs by myself. And I was like, I wish I had a man who could fucking carry my suitcase. I'm all, you know me, I'm all about that. If you're, if I'm in a relationship with you and you're not doing something that I can't do for myself. Yeah. Why, why are you here? Why are you here? So I was like, wow, it would be nice if I had a boo, first of all, who gave a shit that I was gone or came back. <laughs> but also that would fucking come and carry my suitcase up these three flights of steps. If I'm dating a fucking white person, I expect you to use your white strength, okay, and fucking carry <laughs> this fucking racial ass bullshit out of here. Yeah, take some of that load off of me. What? Yeah, like... that's very, very strange. So now y'all just got to sit with that. You got to eat that when you got a white person in your house that could have addressed that shit. I'm about Fuck to be nasty. That yo, don't. I don't know. I'm scared. I don't know. So what you got a white person that eats that, <laughs> <laughs> and she couldn't eat this problem on yes. Facebook. Like, what? I'm concerned. I'm concerned. I'm concerned. Unless your white girlfriend is like a decade younger than you and is still learning life, I don't understand this this situation. I hope she's not. She said they've been together since high school. I would hope that oh, her partner is not I, a decade. I missed that. I'm so full of anger. <laughs> Yeah, I'm so full of anger. Right. I don't understand that. And I'm sure that you two have been together. They said they was inside. That's what you said? Yes. They said that? Okay. Um, you've been together for a long time. So I'm sure the dynamic of your relationship is probably set to where maybe you wouldn't expect her to say something. Yeah. Or maybe that's what you two are most comfortable it with. It could be similar to what Adrian was saying in, in the letter that you... Um, you've built this relationship. Mm -hmm. You've had this history. And right. it's like, do. Do I address everything or mm -hmm. do I? Um, so maybe Dominique doesn't make it seem that her white girlfriend should be sticking up for her. Right, right. It sounds it sounds like to me. Right. Yes, that's true. That's yeah. probably the expectation that's been set. That yeah. it's not it's not a big deal. Um, and also, right. I feel like um, Dominique would have included in the letter 
that she wanted her girlfriend to say something, but she didn't or yeah, whatever. Just exactly. I feel like that's how Dominique talks to us. I feel like if it bothered her, she would have said, said something, something. But it is bothering the fuck out of me. It's bothering I really, me also, I really Dominique. don't fucking get it. And I'm sure this is not the first time you two have dealt with fucking racism. I just like, what the fuck, yo? So you're just supposed to yeah. stew with that anger and get over it on your own. And like, she couldn't say, yo, it's not us. I don't know why you're on, why you guys are dick riding this, why you're on this or whatever. The uh, There are other neighbors who have dogs. There are deer. It could have been I one wanna, of them. I have another question. So y'all live together and y'all have dogs. Are you the only person walking these dogs? Are these dogs only shitting when you walk them? Like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, how I couldn't, is this? I couldn't tell. Maybe she said it and I wasn't really listening to that part. I couldn't tell if the girlfriend lives there they, or is there frequently. Okay, because I'm know? like, so why don't they know. talk about the girlfriend? But then here's the other thing. Walking a dog. Do you right. know what I'm saying? Like, right. if it's the shit is the problem, yeah. why is it you walking the dogs? I'm not clear on, like, if y'all live together or not. I'm assuming y'all do. I'm probably wrong. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But if y'all live together and they're still singling you out. But here's the other thing. If you don't live together, sorry, people with pets usually, like... I don't know unless your girlfriend doesn't like pets. People with pets usually like if you're if your significant other or your boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever comes to the crib yeah, a well, lot. Yeah, you usually fuck with that animal. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So like it's a communal thing. So yeah, maybe she my does. My thing walk is the, this. She probably does. My thing is this: the fact that they're in a Facebook group only talking about you. Right. Right. Like you're not the only person who walks these dogs. Yeah. You're you're not the only visible owner of mm-hmm. these dogs. Mm-hmm. Um. So they just wanted to fuck with you. Yeah, definitely. They just wanted to fuck with you. It's always the black person's fault. Yeah. Because they knew he wasn't going to be there. Mm-hmm. And for me, that means that my woman is really supposed to say some shit. Because yeah. you're definitely picking on my woman. Yeah. Because I'm in this space a lot. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that they're aware of this relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, yeah. like, nah. Mm-mm. I don't like this. I don't like it either. Dominique, I'm glad that that situation, I guess, maybe is resolved. I don't know, but um, I don't know what to. I was trying to wrap that up nicely. I'm still very upset. Um, there's no bow for this situation, Jay. Oh, I can't put a bow on it. No, I can't. Well, thank you for writing a letter. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. We appreciate you. Um, and um, what kind of dogs do you have? Yeah, yeah. Can you do that? <laughs> that would be a nice bow. <laughs> That would make me feel better. How are the dogs? Yes. Okay. Were they yeah. harmed any of this? Right, right, right. That would be a problem. Like? Are they adorable? Oh, well, they're dogs. They're not going to harm the dogs. Just a black woman who walks them. Oh, yeah. My bad. They will not, they're not going to lay a finger on this dog's head. Yeah. No, no. Not a hair will, not be, a hair. will be removed. Okay. Wow. I think yeah. we did a show. Yeah, we did. Right? Um, you know what we wanted to say? What? It's motherfucking summertime. And mm-hmm. we don't do seasons. Like, we don't do season one, season oh, yes, two, yes, whatever yes. the fuck. Um, but we do want to, like, take a take break. Take a little break. And do some self-care. But yes. it's going to be mad short. But we are taking a break. I'm a little bit afraid of taking a break. Sorry. She's, so that's, she's having anxiety. I am having anxiety. But we are going to fucking do it. Um, so we're taking a break. Do you know the dates? Nope. All right. So we have, there's this episode, and then we're doing one we more episode. Th- and then there will be a two-week break right. after that. Right. So there'll be, right. So there'll be two episodes, yes, that we're not doing. Yeah. So it's a two-week break. It's going to feel like three weeks, though, right? No. Why would it feel like three weeks? Yeah. It's two weeks of no show, but sorry. I'm doing too much in my head. Yeah, you really are. Anyway, um, and then we'll be back, and everything will be fine. Everything is fine when we're not there. Also. Right, but so also it's, it's everything fine, will be period. fine. I'm just telling myself that it's fine. It's okay. 
It's going to be fine. You shall should see. This is why we need a break. You see how she's freaking out? <laughs> she needs to know that we are supported. She needs to know that we have a good following even without doing two shows. I like you need to, to understand that. I don't want to do this. No, but it's important. We have to do it. We have to fucking do it. Everything's gonna be fine. I'm like rubbing the couch. She's about to say she's caressing to the couch. Myself. I'm trying caressing to the couch, myself. looking in the air. Yeah, 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 she's, yeah, yeah. Her face is red. Um, she needs a break. I do need. Yeah. I desperately need a fucking break. Yes. It's desperately needed. I don't want to take it, but I am gonna enjoy it when we take it. I'm gonna so. enjoy it. I pr- I'm like, look, we need a break. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Mm-hmm. She was trying to make plans in my head. I was like, I ain't doing none of that shit. I knew you weren't going to do it. I'm taking a break. That wasn't... <laughs> no, I was making plans for myself. I, I knew already knew what was mm-hmm. up with that, but it's fine. Need a break. Need some um, self-care. Need to enjoy my life. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And we'll be back. Yeah, this. we'll be back. So after this episode, we're doing another episode. Yep. Um, And then we'll take a break for two weeks and then we're good yes okay we'll be okay so just to be more specific on the dates we will not have an episode the 18th and the 25th those tuesdays of july when do we come back what's we the day come we come back? back august 1st yes oh that's cute okay. that's nice and even that makes me feel better um yo you know what else i forgot i want to give major libations to the brown liquor report i was on their um podcast they just Uh, tagged us in something just now oh good i think the episode i I think the episode (laughs) it may have just dropped so yeah so after blurred con i went over to jazz hands she invited me to the crib she cooked for me which i felt so loved and taken care of oh my goodness i didn't even she was like oh you can put it in the microwave i was like i don't want to spoil this fresh meal by putting it in the microwave because i haven't had home cooked food in so long i know it's a whole thing (laughs) but um but yeah so i had a blast with them (laughs) i looked up like what i know i know sorry (laughs) i had a blast with them um it was a really fun episode. They were really great. Make that sure you're really, listening really, to that really podcast. Good. Yeah, they're based out of D.C. So um, sometimes they talk about political stuff. And I'm like, why do they care about this? But what I didn't realize is that like, they live near all of this fucking bullshit, yo. They live near all that shit. But anyway, it was a great time. Um, so that episode of the Brown Liquor Report should be out by the time this is out. And I will put that link in the show notes. Cool. Um, yeah, yo so okay. libations to them so yes be sure to follow us on facebook did you follow people you like us like us on yes, facebook please. follow us on tumblr that's t with queen and j mm-hmm. search us and do that we are also on twitter and the instagram that is at t with qj send us t-mail t-mail we love the t-mail mm-hmm. um that's t-mail no i'm about to say that's t-mail t with queen and j.com okay. that is not the email address t with queen and j at gmail.com t-mail.com. Um, visit our website since I said the site. Yes. T with Queen and J dot com. Yep. Um, did you say follow us on Twitter and Instagram? Yep, I did. Okay. Um, be sure to subscribe, rate, comment, tell people you love us, tell them you hate us. Um, on what is it? Apple Podcast? I don't know. Yes, on uh, iTunes slash Apple Podcast. Whichever one you listen to on your Stitcher, iPhone. Stitcher, Google Play. We are on TuneIn app. We're a lot of places. We're everywhere, yo. Everywhere where you listen to your favorite podcast, we are there. You can find us. Um, yeah, yo, please do that. It helps other folks find our podcast. Yes, it pushes up that algorithm, it yo. pushes up that sexy pushes algorithm. pushes up that algorithm. <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's the show. Black Lives Matter. Disability to white. Say stop, her name. Stop killing trans women. 
But other hashtags are happening. All Black Lives Matter. Yes. That's all Black I'm... Panther so lit. <laughs> <laughs> it is, yo. It's fucking lit, yo. Oh my gosh. Have you been watching um maybe we should go? I started but watching what? The Handmaid's Tale. No. Nah, got I'm not doing the fuck it. Out. Bye guys. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I lied someone. I just didn't want to go to Arizona. Sorry, I lied to you, Martin. I just didn't want to go to Arizona.